Hey modelers, welcome to the Model Geek Skill Modeling Podcast. Here, we will be discussing anything and everything as it relates to the world of scale modeling. Before we start, we would like to take a moment and thank all of you, the listeners out there, for your support. We would also like to thank our great sponsors for their support. Detailed Scale, Furball Aero Design, Tamiya USA, Sprue Brothers, and Basis by Bill. Please have a look at their websites and have a look at all their fine products. Now, buckle up and ride along as we journey into the world of scale modeling. We really hope that you will download and make us a part of your modeling bench sessions. Now, here are the geeks, Darren Cook, Scott Samo, Andrew Frill, and Andrew White. Hello and welcome to episode 48 of the Model Geeks podcast. Welcome to season three. Welcome to 2023. This is Whitey. I got Nemo down in Florida on debt. <laughs> Lucky. Hell yeah. And we got D-Ran and Frildo bringing up the rear. No pun intended. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Might have been a week. <laughs> How you doing, man? Healthy? Yeah, dude. I'm All good. All good? All right, All good Roger to go. That, good man. for seven years. Folks, man, if you're dude. over 50, get that... I think you're. I think when did you turn fifty? I didn't. They they lowered. They raised. They lowered the age to forty five. Yeah. Oh. Yep. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm derelict. Then. I'm just, way oh, derelict. I need to go get yeah. my. I haven't had mine done. Why do I know you had it? Done yeah, a while man. Back? I'm fifty three. So yeah, a couple. Yeah. I'm good to go too, man. Cool. So yeah, gig. You know what? Given our demographic, absolutely. Yeah. If you're over forty five, go talk to your doc. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I got the for one special too because they did they went both ways, like you said earlier. I was on a spit. Uh, <laughs> oh, all right, man. man. All right, let's go to mo- let's go with model <laughs> topics. Yeah, uh, that'll be more better than. Uh, yeah, no kidding, man. Yeah, yeah. I hear enough yeah. hospital talk <laughs> with the two ladies I got running around this house. <clears throat> um, hey, man, it's good to be back. Uh, pretty pretty long hiatus. I don't know how long we took off last time, but I feel like you know it's been. It's been a bit here, right? It's been a while. Uh, yeah. A little bit rusty feeling. Um, well, I think there was, you know, well, I had a chance now post COVID be able to do some traveling for the holidays, which we haven't been able to do for the last couple of years. I know. Yeah, that's in, true, too, man. In Although Louisiana. I didn't go anywhere. I stayed here, man. Yep. Yeah. I'm with you. We stayed here. I was and out and about. So we stayed there because we got COVID. <laughs> oh, geez. Man. It sucked. In fact, I still got the the covid cough a little bit um each day gets a little bit better and better but yeah man it's um it's been almost four weeks i'm still with a little bit just a little little bit of a cough and oh man right in time for flu season too yeah yeah well yeah hopefully that thing really hung out this time i had the same thing that cough forever i did a little travel and i went up to boston for a couple days uh son surprised me with tickets to the winter classic so for the hockey fans out there uh, Bruins versus Pens. Uh, Bruins took the win two to one. Great day. It was awesome. The weather was fantastic. I was almost worried that the ice was going to be too soft, and uh, it was definitely a little bouncy, but nonetheless, it was a great game, man. And it had some had a good time up there. It was a blast. Um, that was all the traveling I did during the whole holiday break. Just a couple days of that, and, and managed to dodge any of these airline issues that you were hearing yep. about. Um, so that was good too. And other than that, so what? It, how much model work got done? 
Anyone? I uh, I got some stuff done because with my work, I uh, well, my camper got totaled last spring, so I didn't really take any vacation this summer because we didn't, you know, couldn't go camping. And so I was looking at my vacation. And I ended up with like two weeks to burn, use or lose. So I was like, oh, I guess I'll take the rest of the month off. I took half the month off of December. And uh, I got working. I got caught up on my uh, Secret Squirrel project pretty good. I got the P40, the P38 just about done. I'm still trying to figure out how I want to weather it up some more. And I, I want to do some streaking for the turbochargers are or superchargers. But I don't want to screw it up. So I'm kind of like hesitant to do it so i've been kind of dragging my feet Dude, and, what do you mean screw it up man just well because put the paint in the airbrush yeah, and get i know but it. then if i screw it up then it's like oh, crap you're not you know? gonna screw it up man come on so Practice on a mule and uh, yeah i know it goes and so i got that and uh started you know messing around with the uh that not another zero build for our club here you make it sound like you've never built the model or you like just touched first touched an airbrush. Man, you got skills, man. Just yeah, paint but it. Do it. That's that's when like the Swiss the cheese and the the holes in the Swiss cheese align, you screw up, and next thing you know, your airbrush is like and it blows out and you got this big old like like a goober and you're like, Oh damn it, now you gotta go back and fix all that and I'm not into rework. I'm too old for rework. It looks good as it sits. I was over the house the other day and was checking it out. No thanks. Um but yeah, man, hit it with some streaking on the top there, for sure. You'll be all good. So that, and uh, I got a resin PSP base for it by a custom dioramic, so I get that painted to put it on. And I went and robbed a Army Air Corps officer dude from the uh, Tamiya P-51B boxing. And because uh, I came with a guy who, I guess I was looking at pictures in, in the, the South Pacific, they did wear their, you know, I guess their jackets and their pinks and greens and stuff on occasion. So, because that figure in a Tamiya kit comes dressed like that. So, that's what I'm using to put with it. And that's about it. All right. How about you, Nemo? Anything? Not a thing. Just uh, mainly, I mean, I had all these grandiose plans to work on something. And um, the Rona kind of derailed those plans we didn't even we didn't do anything for christmas new year nothing just trying to get over it and uh it's so funny the first time i i got it uh day and a half two days i was over it N- no big deal this time I had a crazy headache and you know so i just didn't feel like um even though i felt like i was over it and just i don't know four or five days i just felt bleh. so um never even went down to the bench at all um so and then of course but but aha hold on but i did bring with me to jacks my little a little kit and i brought a model I'm not gonna tell y'all what it is i'm gonna go frill style secret squirrel project secret I mean, squirrel sweet, secret squirrel project of the ki 84 72nd scales secret <laughs> squirrel i'm not gonna say anything so y'all won't know I'm going frill style here <laughs> Enough of so, the secret um, shit, man. Yeah, my secret squirrel. <laughs> Let's unclassify and, uh, that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I brought. Well, I can't until I get brought, cleared, man. Brought my little compressor and airbrush and paints and my little. Oh man, cool stuff. So I brought try a little road mop. Yeah, yeah. So I I figured I would because uh, I mean seventy second scale, so it's not like you know I mean should be able to get cracking on it and yeah. get it built up. So and I'm gonna That's do that, uh, the armor one. 
Yeah. Man, yeah. way to get to it's detailed. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of detail to it. I know, but it's so small. I can't even see that shit. So yeah. I'm just going to like slap some paint on it, dry brush a little bit, bada bing, bada boop, done. Oh, know? that, uh, I'm, I'm doing right. the, um, uh, clear prop. KI-51, Sonya. Well, you and can thing get is... to that part whenever it's your turn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying it's my turn. It's detailed. So pipe down just a second. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so that's what I'm working on. That's all I got. I'll be back to you, Whitey. Good, man. Hope you make some progress now. You got a full-day weekend sitting out in front of you here, I, right? I, so. I do, man. I got plenty yeah. of plenty of time to work on it. That's why I brought it because, I mean, now it's I'm not going to go play golf because it's freaking 50 out and, or 40 and it's rainy and cold so i'm like well you know I, I really don't have anything else to do so i'll be i'll be working on it while watching right. watching tv yep man uh d-ran you working on some stuff yeah i'm working on quite a few things uh yeah <laughs> tiny tiny are. stuff <laughs> tiny stuff yeah You're so a i got the, squirrel herder man i am well it, we'll <laughs> talk a little bit more about that here in uh our our special segment there towards the end but uh yeah the p39 the little arma p39 which has come along really well i'm trying to get that finished for uh richmond um as well as the arma uh, well my not another zero if you will yeah. what do you what are you making for that project the armor uh, the ka84 yeah, as the, well no i'm doing the p51 and the captured japanese markings oh that's right yeah man yeah, that's pretty yeah, cool so, a little That's bit unique. different. Yeah. Definitely. So I'm going to be giving my hand a little bit of bare metal, you know, finish here on that. As you can see over my shoulder, my uh, H60, I'm still plugging on that. And then, of course, I started on that damn Hasegawa Hornet. So it's yeah. just, you know, like you how, said. How are you doing with the H60, sports. man? Uh, I'm doing well. Actually, I'm starting on a- the uh, rotor head. So. Yeah. I was over there a couple of weeks ago and checking it out. It was, it was pretty nice. Thanks, man. And then yeah. just, the, just the other day, I was looking at uh, Nav Aaron Scale. It's a Facebook page. Yep. And uh, we got a, a listener and a frequent, uh, he writes in frequently, uh, uh, Zavi Perez. Yep. Uh, he, if you check out that, that he he finished up one. I think it was a, a commission build for somebody. But, yeah. man, dude, nice nice work on that Uh for, for yeah. sure there agreed I, I saw that i saw the pictures of him handing it off to uh the air crewman the pilot that, that yeah flew it. That, really good job on that i think uh stanton's over there on that that side as well stanton fondness yeah um, and he's working on one now as well so right um yeah uh, man i mean so i mean like i say it, it's got its issues but they definitely can turn out uh turn out a nice model for sure they, they can once you you know got figure them out you know i'm doing some work on the nose that where that door mounts up uh the avionics door just in front of the windscreen there's a, a few little issues that i'm working on but once i get past those i can really bust into the paint and decals and move forward so hopefully cool. someone re-releases those yeah no kidding scott how, you, i was yeah i was gonna say so tell me how far along are you on the hornet and uh how did you like the little trick with the the intakes and the spray airbrush and the yeah fake looking so, did it's you see the neat, pictures? Yeah, that, I thought it looked great, man. Yeah, it's that's a that's a really neat little trick. It, just something to trick the eye, uh, fading that back in there, make it look yep. like there's an intake. Um, I haven't put them on yet. Uh, I'm gonna I'm I'm experimenting on one side so that I can show in the next uh, video I put up on the video build 
uh, how to get those intakes all aligned and stuff before you put them on the side. That's something Gabe and I were talking about. So, yep. uh, so you, I'm working on that and then, uh, then I can move cool. forward on the other side, but cool, man. I know that, um, he really is like the master when it comes to putting that kit together, those, those cuts that you'll make in the yep. nose to eliminate that step. You'll just, I mean, you're, it's, you know, that and a couple clamps and that's, it's really huge. But I mean, if you don't know that, oh man, the amount of sand filling and reshaping to get rid of that step is just an absolute Oh headache. man, I could just imagine all the rescribing. First of all, the the, the panel lines are very shallow on that kit already. Yep. You know, and you start ran, sanding on it, they're gone. Yeah, I ran a scriber before I started sanding and kind of putting stuff together. I I, I ran a scriber through all the panel lines, just to, yeah. you know, deepen them just a bit. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad that I did because I had to, you know, you'd sand and sand and sand and sand. And then at least you had something left over, you know, that you could, cause if you're right, if you don't, then they're so shallow that they'll just kind of go. Some are nice though. Some spots are nice, but most of the, yeah. most of the spots there's, are a little, little there's tricky. some spots here on the bottom of the intake too. That's going to need some work and some sculpting down yeah. here, sanding and filling and yeah. um, on the bottom of the intake, just forward of the landing gear. And so I've got to go through and do the same thing. I've got to do some rescribing on just about everything before I really start doing a lot of body work. Yeah, man. Well, good luck. Good luck with but the flaps, was, too, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, I'm keeping my eye on that one. So, but uh, yeah. So I got a lot of squirrels, a lot of things going on, but it's all good, fun stuff. Yeah, man, that's good. Um, me, I'm, I'm still plugging away on the F35. Um, I apologize for the lack of updates out there on Facebook. Um, I'm kind of in in Facebook jail for a little bit here, but anywho, I really haven't progressed much. Anyway, I. I got the base gray down on the on the entire fuselage, so I'm starting. I'm getting ready this week, and I'll, I'll have time to uh, mask and start hitting the uh, the lighter gray areas. Um, I'm not doing the U.S. Air Force earlier one, so I don't have to worry about all that ram panel masking. I'm, I'm doing a Norwegian jet, so very little of that uh, all, all that tedious masking. Um, and why do you and, use the LP paints for that? Did you? I did. I was gonna say, yeah. Cool. I decided, you know, initially I I, I got. A bottle of SMS paint uh, with the F, uh, with the FS colors, and I decided, you know what, man, uh, I'm supposed to be building this thing out of the box for Tamia as a review, so I'll use it. Um, you know, they recommend the L, or they call out the LP paints and the mixes in order to get the colors. And I got to tell you, man, so I, I, I did. I, I ordered the rec- the paints that they call out, and uh, I mixed. And uh, it looks great. And even for the, uh, the the we talked a little bit in our little text group about the uh, the tailpipe. And yeah, because look at that photos of that thing. It's not like your typical steel metal tailpipe looking thing. Like you know, it's I, I, I'm who knows what type of metal it's made out of. I, I don't know, uh, but it it's kind of like got like a tan look to it. You know, like a powder coat or something. Yeah, yeah, you know, to it. Yeah, man, like ceramic or something. I don't know. Yeah. And so they call for a gray and a, a couple drops of NATO brown mix, and that's what I went with. And man, it looks friggin' cool. Um, so that's what that I, I'm happy how that came out. And that was my first time shooting the LP paints as well, with not only the tailpipe but with the, the uh, overall base coat. And can't be more happy how that stuff shoots, man. It's just and I did use their thinner on it. You know, I didn't want to deviate from the plan. Um, and that stuff just shot really nice. Um, it's like butter. Yeah, man. I mean, really cool. I love it. And Scott, I think you asked me about like, 
am I going to try any sort of a half glass look? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, how am I going to get that? I, I did it on the mule over here that I have. I have an F-18 mule over here. So I shot some of that with this gray that I mixed up. Yeah. And I have a bottle of MRP, half glass, special flat coat. Um, and so I, on the F-18 mule, I shot that gray area with, and I didn't like how it looked. It's too speckly. Uh, it actually okay. looks better okay. if I just leave it alone how it is yeah. um, flat. And because, and I'm going to try on the underside, uh, I'm going to try polishing a couple areas and just kind of yeah, see yeah, what yeah. kind of effects I get there. But right now, I don't want to put any sort of a, a special have glass, whatever you want to call it, over this thing. I'm, I'm going to leave it as is um, and, yeah, and that's see how it looks. Stuff. That, anytime you like try to you know coat, put a light mist coat and then... You know, occasionally it'll just speckle on you, and you're like, Ugh, "Yeah, it just yeah, doesn't it um, kill it." Yeah, it doesn't look like how how like you would want smooth. it to look. Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, so I'm, I'm going to leave it as is, and uh, again, mask off this weekend with the lighter gray areas. And there's a ton of areas where they call for decals to cover certain spots, and I'm going to give those a shot too and give them a try. Cool, man. Uh, so far, the decals I have used out of this kit have gone down really nicely. Um, the um, some areas in the cockpit, the entire instrument panel actually is a flat screen TV essentially. And so I'm going to have a, a figure in there. So it's, it's going to be powered up and that, that thing just went down nice. And then the other little decals in the uh, weapons bay and the wheel wells, um, those little de- data stencil decals just went down really freaking nice. So I expect that the, um, the, the various shapes and masks and things like that, that they have, well, uh, we'll do the same. We'll go down pretty nice. So I'll, I'll give those a, I'll give those there a, a shot. Um, but areas that I can mask, I'm going to go ahead and mask. Like um, they do yeah. have a decal for the trailing edge of the uh, vertical stabs. And I don't want to try a decal there because you always get that edge that you're going to have to touch up anyway. So I'm going to just mask and paint those. Well, cool, man. It, it seems like um, you're going to, you, you should have it done for Richmond, you think? Oh, man. That's my goal. Cool. Uh, what's that? We'll we'll talk about upcoming shows, but February twenty yeah, fifth is that, is our is, is the Richmond show, kind of the kickoff of our little season on the on the in region two here. Uh, so yeah, my goal is to have it have it done for that. Um, in the meantime, too, I'm kind of like while while I'm I'm painting stuff here and letting stuff dry there, I've been jumping on our club uh, not a zero build, and for that, I want to do a um a Japanese flying boat, a, a Mavis. Uh, I came across some photos of one that's um from the surrender contingent. So it's got like half of the, half of the fuselage back to the tail section is all just gloss white uh, or flat white, whatever uh, yeah. with those, with those green crosses on it. So I think I'm going to try to bang that out. It, not going into any extensive detail with the kit. I'm going to, you know, it's an old, old Hasegawa kit, seventies era. And I'm just don't going right out of the box with it. Other, uh, you know, I, I I say that, but then I do have some uh, Falcon vac form uh, for the uh, clear, um, the, the the turrets and the and the clear glass over the canopy, uh, the cockpit section and stuff like that. Uh, that I'm going to go ahead and use and uh, throw some figures in there. And uh, it comes with a stand, so I'm going to have it, you know, in flight, quote unquote. Um, but will that get done for ODO for the club display? Probably not. But I'll try, and if not, it'll make the next club display. Otherwise, so I figure yeah. I owe it to Tim to like at least start 
that kit, you know? So I'm, because I'm in Jack's, I don't have everything I need. I probably won't have it ready for Richmond, but damn it, I'm going to finish it just for Tim. So I'll get it Amen. done, Tim. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a cool display once everyone gets their projects yeah, look, done for it. Cool, man. Yep. Um, and like I say, I'll, I'm going to shoot for, for the show to try to get it done by then. Um, I thought, I don't know. I might be able to, like I said, I'm not going to go nuts with it and try to, uh, weather it extensively and nothing like that, you know? So I'll, I'll, I'll see how it comes, man. Take it as it goes. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, geek news. I guess, you know, this, uh, a lot of new stuff coming out, a lot of new, uh, products on the street. And, uh, one thing I, I came across a, um, a site the other day on Facebook. Um, I was just searching around for different vehicles in 48 scale. And I discovered this company called Dogfight Workshop. And they're out of uh, Poland, and they specialize in 3D printed World War II vehicles. And their latest release is a uh, Dodge WC-54 ambulance. And I thought, man, that thing, you know, in 48 scale, that you can complement any aircraft diorama or vignette with, with that thing all day long, you know, B twenty five or B twenty four or seventeen coming back from a mission, you know you see footage all the time out there of those things uh, sitting by the airplane taking off the wounded fellows and, and, and getting them out of there to the hospital, um, you know. And then they just have a, a bunch of other cool little obscure vehicles, uh, bomb loading vehicles and stuff like that. So I I reached out to them. I said, hey man, uh, you know I just sent them a quick message because one vehicle that I'm I'm hoping either Tammy comes out within forty eight scale or somebody is a Dodge WC-56 or 57 command car. I, I want one of those for, for a dime ram I have in mind. And uh, and they were like, yeah, that's definitely on our to-do list. And they asked me so, for some photos from the uh, from the scene that I want to depict. And I, I have a few that I pulled off the internet, some old black and whites, because they were like, hey, we'll do those markings. And really, the only thing I can you can really get out of it is the vehicle uh, uh, vehicle number on on the hood. Uh, nothing, nothing real special about it. So they were like, oh, well, okay, that's fine. Uh, we'll throw those in there. And um, but in the meantime, they hit. You know, they were also like, we want to send you a uh, a review sample of one of our products. So give us an address. And so I did. And and uh, who knows? Uh, we'll see what shows up. And I'll definitely give it. You know, looking at their stuff on on their on their site, man, it looks really nicely done. Um, really, you know, detailed. Uh, really great prints, you know. Uh, so I'm looking forward to checking them out. And what else? The uh, the MIG killer group build that thing's coming along. Um, Frildo, you got the database coming up on that, right? Yep, I got it. Um, so if anybody has a particular one they want to do, just either shoot us a message or in the in the folder or the little area we have for it, just put in what you want to do. Just uh, you know, scale. And your subject, you know, like what you're going to, yeah, man, do so. And that way, we can kind of keep track of everything and see what all we're going to have. Right, right. Now we're not assigning people to build no. a certain mm-hmm. subject, but no, you so know, if, you, if you're out there and you you have an idea, or or you don't have an idea in your head of what you want to build, you can maybe reach out and say, hey. What's no one, you know, take a look at your list. Tell me what's not on the list as far as like, you know, uh, if, if you want to uh, jump in with something that's, um, you know, not not another phantom or something like that. Uh, there are, you know, so far, some of the guys we've talked to, we got a lot of uh, obscure uh, kits coming our way in that build, which I, I think is pretty cool. 
Yeah, I know we got two Sea Furies, so that'd be interesting. Yeah, you know, Sea Fury and uh, what's it? Somebody who's doing the South African uh, aircraft? Is that um, is Vivian doing that? I want to say that guy Vivian from over there at the Richmond crew. Yeah, I don't know if Vivian's. I, I remember hearing about it or either seeing it on either the Facebook yeah. page or whatever it was, and I was like, "Well, that's interesting," but I I can't I can't remember who it was, but it'll be cool. Yes, a lot of unique. I've been surprised, like not a lot of F eights or you know F fours or whatever. I mean, I'm sure we'll have those, but for the most part, I'm like, huh, the obscure stuff is seems yeah, like cool it's kind of taken over. Yeah, it's all right. Cool it's to cool, see man. some different items uh, coming out on that, man. Well, I think YDZ, so far, the only 48 scale F8, and then uh, uh, Dave Knight is doing a 72 scale F8. So, Right, right. Yeah, I'll, uh, golly, man, you know, a year, a year goes by quick, for sure. And, no you kidding. Know, when is Nats? July or August? I, I can't remember. August second to the fifth. Yes. Okay. So fifth. We we finally got be, our hotel. <laughs> beginning of August, and uh, yeah, I'll try to get. <laughs> trying not to take on a bunch of projects, but there you go. Yeah, we. Yeah, no kidding. I got two. I want to get done for that. Holy balls! Man. Yeah, I need. To, yeah. I need. I need to try to figure out what the hell I'm going to do. I think I'll. I should be able to get uh, a mid killer done, but I think that that's going to take priority i'll have to take priority once i get if i can get this little 70 second scale k84 done then Heck i yeah. just work on a again i'd like to do an f4e and there's a couple f4es are supposed to be coming out soon so i'm not jumping the gun but yeah i think there's <laughs> i think either ming's coming out with an f4e or somebody else coming out with an f4e um mm-hmm. so we'll see yeah man yeah like i'm gonna butcher his name but christian van winkle is doing a 72 scale Academy F 104 G Taiwanese air force. And he gives a little write up about what happened way he shot down. He shot down a MIG 19. Wow. Okay. So, See, that's the kind of stuff I'm interested in hearing about. Yeah. Cole those, Jacobson. Those, those one off, uh, incidents that happen around the yep. world. An F four B F 15 C. So I got to get the, I'll update the, uh, the list. All right, man. Oh, even someone's even doing an OV-1A. Oh, yeah? Yeah, flown Jeez. by Captain Ken Lee. All right. So that'd be interesting. Sounds got a good. Kefir and some dude's doing an F-18 from VFA-81. I don't know. It's yeah, probably some pretty dude. boring. Some dude. Some, some dude. He won't get it done. No, probably, probably not. not. <laughs> <laughs> She's okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I think, man, I'm just the mid group build. I hope, hopefully, we'll have quite a few at Nats, you know. And I'm like, again, we're are you guys driving or flying? I'm flying, I'm, so I I won't be able to bring a whole bunch, but gotta I bring am my driving. It is my anniversary is during that time. We are oh, making boy. a trip out of it, so sweet. All right, load up, load up, Deran's car. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> load up the lav. That way, we don't we don't have to bring air uh, models on the airplane. Yeah, I'm not oh, going to be geez. responsible for your and, models in the back of the, uh, the I think you'll do a better job than I did last year. Yeah, no kidding. I'll, I'll, I'll put more faith in you, D-Ran, oh, than me. Your new call sign's plop. <laughs> yeah, Whitey and Frill are going to be like, uh-uh, we ain't going with him. We're going separate I flights. think you came out pretty good, though. Yeah, yeah I think it worked out. out. You guys you guys calmed me down, and man, that was, I still can't believe that happened. Holy jeez, <laughs> oh, Pete, that was awful. Anyway, I digress. Uh, Sorry. No, but... uh. I'm excited about what's coming out because everybody knows I like P-47s. 
And uh, Dora Wings has a 48 scale P47BC coming out in 48 scale. And then for the 72 scale lovers out there, they're going to release it in 72 scale as well for those guys. So I'm excited about that and get some early P47 action. I I thought about you the other day, Frodo. I was, when I was having the Rona and being miserable, um, I was flipping through uh, some uh, Netflix or whatever, and there was a. uh, old, you know, I love, we all love those old forties and fifties, you know, just coming out with color type of movies. And there was, uh, is it fighter squadron? Yeah, man. About the, <laughs> yeah, it's got, um, anyway, I thought about you when I was watching it. So yeah, it's a good flick, man. Robert stack and a couple yep. of the other dudes. And yeah, oh, it was Paul's, really good. I'm going to have to go watch some old movies. Oh man. It's a great, it was great. It, the footage is really good. It was just, I don't know. It's, it, I thought squadron. it was great. It was good. Yes. Yeah, and Technicolor. Technicolor, yes. Ooh, classic, man, classic. Yeah, man. That's good stuff. Has awesome, awesome color P47 action from like- It does. Italian one, the Italian campaign and yeah. European. Really cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, speaking of new kit, 40, uh, P47s, uh, Miniot's got one coming as well. Uh, that was announced before, so it's really not like new news, but I guess it's it's in their new catalog, so it, whenever it hit, it should be hitting the streets soon. But man, there's um, a lot of new stuff coming out. Twenty twenty three, yeah, Everybody's sitting oh, it out man. there. And oh, then we got the special announcement from Tamia coming. What next month, February? February. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. they got an announcement coming. Yeah, yeah, that's I think typically when they do their first quarter announcements. But uh, what you got on your list there, Whitey, of the new stuff? All right, so just perusing around the interwebs out there. Um, I come across a 148A12A Avenger from Model Collect. I, I don't know if that's something that died on the vine or what. I, I remember hearing about it in the past, and then I saw some box art renderings recently. A flying Dorito? Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's not an aircraft I'd bother with. It's nothing that yeah. excites me. It's just it's kind of, eh. That was supposed um, to be the replacement for the A6. Yeah, and it just, you know, those got caught up in political bullshit yep. and... Money. And a uh, little factoid, the P3 that was assigned to TPS here had the mocked-up cockpit for the A12 in it still. Wow. Because that was what they used to like do initial testing and ergonomics of the cockpit for it was on that airplane. And then when it went to the Boneyard back in like 2009 or 2008, it was still mocked up inside it. So, Okay. Uh, let's see, other new stuff. 132F5E-N and F5Fs coming from a com- company called Storm Factory out of China. Well, you can probably guess where those molds came from, folks. <laughs> um, yep. If, you, if yep. you're not keeping scores, they're probably ex-Kitty Hawk kits. Um, so, D- Darren, you have uh, a little go-around with the RF5E, oh correct? Oh, God. Yeah, with actually, I pulled e. it out the other day. You never had much fun up. with that one either, did you? No, no, I didn't. It's got good bones, but it's got its issues. So, yeah. uh, it's another one of those, like this, uh, this Romeo, this H60 Romeo. I mean, once you, you know what those issues are, you know, it really does build into a great kit. It's, uh, but it's got a, I've got being both the RF, like the, uh, the camera, there was no detail. You have to, you, you might have to throw some scratch building skills in there to make it look good, but, uh, yeah, I have the the single seater and the and really I it was the the two seat you know the F five F that I was waiting for because I want to do you know an adversary bird and uh, man I started taping that thing together and oh yeah. man there's just some funky 
crazy <laughs> weird mold lines and just the way the nose goes to, oh, I was just, I mean, I just got so disappointed. I, I still actually think that I'll build it one day because a 30 second scale F5F to me, both canopies open and the sh- I've seen yeah. it built and it's, it looks pretty slick. So it can be done really nice. Yeah. That would I, look I just, pretty cool. But, um, man, it's just, oh God, you got to get through all those crazy mold issues and seams that, yeah, just, you know, one of the big things. The, yeah, the, the, no in, no intakes. Yeah, I mean you got Blood motors, covers. but you know. you now didn't motors. somebody do some aftermarket? Some phase I hanger think, do some? Yeah, phase hanger did, and I went through two some, sets of them. They, somebody they else were, is supposed to do a set of. Is it Reskit is coming out with? Some yeah, I think they might intakes. Be. I think Reskit is. Yep, maybe. Now the ones that uh, Mike had over at Phase Hanger were okay. It was just the kit. It was just trying to fit them inside. Uh, yeah, uh, it was yeah. it was really really rough and. uh you know, and then the fact that those the the nose doors are all they're they're meant to be open, so there's no option to shut them. Therefore, your latches, your side suitcase latches for those panels, yeah, because they're all flipped up. You, if you want to close it, you've got to go back, sand fill all that, and try and rescribe in suitcase latches, and that's just a pain, man. So it's little things like that. Yeah, but it's the great shape airplane. The cockpit details great. Yeah. You know, going to Scott's SU-27, the um, molding, you know, the rivet detail, all that stuff's great. Yeah, that was one thing, again, you know, we've talked about it before, but, you know, the to put the kit together is a nightmare. But the the surface detail and the, the scribing and great, it, it was Tamiya-esque. Yeah. It was really yeah. nice, so. Yeah. I'll tell you, you what, know. speaking of the off chance, I and, and look, we don't know if it is or if it isn't, but. I got a question for the listeners. That is, if 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 a company was to re-release Kitty Hawk kits, which ones would they like to see released first? I'm curious to see what the most popular ones out there are for those that have built them. You know, I know there's a lot of interest in the helicopters. Why you built the helicopters? The, I uh, built HD. their Sea Sprite, the yeah, and you G built model, the Fury, then the Fury, yeah, Fury. Uh, you know, um, Scott with the SU-27. I don't know the thrill is. Yeah, you did the uh, Entendard. No, Entendard, yeah, yeah. With no so intakes. The, I actually put a, a post on the Facebook group for listeners going there. Just look at the yeah. post. Put in there what it is you'd like to see out first. I'm, I'm yeah, interested be, to see. Yeah, I'd be anxious to, to hear what people think. You yeah. Know. Jaguar GR1. That, that'd be mine. There you go. I, yeah. I see those things pop up on eBay, and they're just ridiculous priced. You know, so I'm like, ah. No, oh, that's like these helicopters. <laughs> they're like a buck seventy a pop, man. Oof. Wow. I, know, I, wonder if, I wonder if they still have them in... Um, in Stanton. I don't know. Front, Maybe I'll find out this line. weekend. It's a four-day weekend. See if I can't get the wife to make a Man. road trip with me. Man. Man I, I wouldn't mind a single-seat Cougar. Yeah, that's a cool jet. Yeah. You can't find it. There's none on eBay right now. I've got about, I think I've got like 10 Kitty Hawk kits sitting in the basement. I just, when they, I heard they're going out, I just went to Sprue Brothers and like just bought one of each. Just yeah, I, I just know. counted. I just, just counted because. fourteen. I've got oh my Jesus! <laughs> wow, you like pain, huh? Yeah, Golly. yeah. All right. Well, speaking <laughs> of F fives, the uh, kinetic got a forty eight RF five A recon uh, recce ver- uh, version of it coming. Another five A, or it's out already. Their camera. Yeah. See what their camera detail looks cool, like. Man. I, I their F fives look pretty nice, man. 
uh, I want to do one of the SCF birds, Canadian, Canadian one at some point. And uh, ICM, big news from them, 48 scale B26B Marauder. Um, that's been one that folks have been cl- squawking for for a while just because uh, you know that monogram kit's fun to build and everything from what I hear. You know what, though, too? That's going to the uh, uh, what show is the uh, uh, MarauderCon when they do their best, best Marauder. Yep. There you go, man. There'll be a table full of them, right? Yes, there will. All the ICM. <laughs> I don't know much about B26s, but what, what, like the B, is that your your standard European theater um, version that you, that, I, that we're familiar that, with, or what? I was going to say, like, man, which I don't one is the monogram about it, one? Yeah, that's that, that's the one. You know, like I said, I bought that monogram kick. I just think the B26 looks cool, you know? Yeah, it is um, a cool complaint. Yeah, well, I, I know they were built up here in Baltimore. Yeah. No. Hence Maroticon. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I mean, what, what's one. cool about you, you see a lot of them in photos, of, like the, especially the color photos of them from World War II, and man, they have just beat up and a lot of uh, variations with the natural metal and all, you know, the olive drab on top type of deal. Uh, tons Even of invasion we, stripe versions out there, you know. When we were at Uvar Hazy and we could see through the into the maintenance area, and they had flak bait there, yeah. and it's just like uh, I've never seen so much chipping. Yeah, that was but, crazy, wasn't it? And it was cool looking. I hope I they leave it like that. You know, I hope they don't like completely restore it and repaint it. And all no, that, no, no. I, Jesus, I would love yeah. to be able to walk down there around and take a close look at that. Yeah, yeah. yeah we need cool. to get to know somebody up there that works in there. Agreed. Yeah. Get they some behind the scenes they, action going. Somebody should. They should get like a uh, like a, a model case. We could put all of our mo- uh, models. I'd, I'd dump all mine in there. <laughs> okay, uh, and you know, this week Airfix had their live event on the uh, on the on the interwebs there, and um, I don't know if any of you guys tuned in. I was at work, so I slapped it on while I was sitting there. Working. <laughs> yeah, I watched it, and um, you know, so all right, right right out of the box, the big news: a, a fairy gannet. 48 scale man I'm, I'm excited about that i love ugly functional airplanes and that one's probably top of the list you know i mean the, and it comes with that funky wing fold yeah, and everything man. man so i'm really looking forward to that kit uh shoot i'll probably get two of those things man and from looking at the test shots too it looks like the folded wing support is oh you know it's not just put there it's like actually will provide some rigidity for the wing when it's folded in that yeah. position. So, yeah, I'm excited for that, man. That's why I picked up the 70, the trumpeter 72 scale one, because I'm not going to break the bank on getting the, uh, what was it? Collect air had that 48 scale one that you can never find. Yeah. Um, well, no, uh, classic airframes, classic yeah. airframes. That's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. Same thing. You see those pop on eBay sometimes and man, and those things are in the hundreds and not a fun kid to build from what I understand. Uh, you know, and then there was the old Dyna Vector uh, multimedia kit that was out there for for forever. Uh, so you know, looking at the three Ds, three D drawings, uh, CAD drawings that the uh, Airfix guys posted up there, you know, looks really good, looks really well detailed, cockpit and everything. Um, looking forward to that one. I can imagine that you know there'll be all sorts of cool aftermarket stuff. I imagine too for that. I was I was not a fan. Details. I was not a fan of that ugly SOB, and the more I looked at it, <laughs> and I, I just on, I'm kind cool. of falling for it, and I love it with the wings folded with the Z. That, yeah. Yep. That, 
So um, I'm gonna. Ha- I'll probably pre-order the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> and on top of that, they're backing up their uh, initial Buccaneer release with the uh, RAF Gulf War version. So that's that's pretty cool. Um, another one I wasn't a fan of till I saw that Gulf War version. Yeah, again, it's like, another ugly plane man. that just kind of just. It, that one just, just does nothing for me. Really, man. I think it's me either. Yeah. But the, the, the yeah, Desert Storm, the Desert Storm paint scheme. That yeah, that's just, what did it. Man, the buck is awesome, man. Especially that Gulf War or that two tone, yeah. the the green and gray wraparound with the bright colored RAF, you know, mark. Man, the thing's awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's an ugly, ugly airplane. Two. Big big old speed brake popped open in the back and stuff like yep. that, man. Yeah, that man. Cool. Jeez, like, yeah. Uh, let's see what else did they they, they had a, a Hunter FGA nine. Now I don't know much about hunters, but you know, Frill and I were talking about hunters recently, and I, I, that airplane is just you're talking about airplane that does nothing for you. That, that's me with the hunter for whatever reason. I mean, it's a sleek looking plane. It's uh, but it's just plain to me, man. It's just a a tube with some swept wings on it, man. That's, a, that's a now see the hunter. I the, the hunter I can get on board with. It's a it's a cool airplane. I've I got the academy kit with all the with all the resin crap to go with it. And I remember as a kid, for life me, I tr- I'm trying to I was trying to find it, but I can't find it. There was one that was back, you know, that was out that had a rubber band you put inside it, and you could have a little lever, a little knob at the bottom underneath the cockpit where you could like push it back, and the ejection seat would would fly oh, wow, out really? Yeah, and for the life, I'm trying to cool. find who made that kit. And I remember as a kid having that thing and like, you know, watching the ejection seat pop out of the thing. One thing about Probably them is, Lindbergh. you know, there's like a metric ass ton of markings you can put on those things. Oh, so, yeah, man. Ne- like never-ending stuff. And man. I got to sit in the um, the Swedish Air Force when they got their demo team, when they got rid of their hunters, that ATAC company on Newport News, they bought them. Yeah. And yep. used them as the aggressor role. And... They had rolled into Jack's when I was stationed down there, and I was a line LPO. We had to go over and take fuel samples from some birds that were in mod, and they were lined up on the flight line on the way back. I was like, hey, uh, can I like check it out? And he's like, oh, yeah, man, go ahead. He's like, just don't pull the yellow and black circuit breakers. And I was like, yeah, cool. So I got out there. I got to climb around that one, and uh, they had their kefir there, and that was pretty cool, too. Nice. Yeah, I, I remember seeing them out in, out in Hawaii often. They'd be in and out of... Uh, K Bay, um, I guess they they kept the dead out there for for whatever reason. Um, I guess to play with the uh, Hawaiian International Godfellas, uh, hunters and and a couple of couple of the kefirs, kefirs, however you want to pronounce that one. Um, and let's see what else. The other stuff that they they rolled out a one thirty five ferret scout car for the uh, armor folks out there. Um, and then in their vintage classic line. Uh, a couple of cool new, uh, co- cool re-releases of some of their old stuff is the um, the Oster T7 Antarctic. Uh, kind of looks like a uh, a a one bird dog on steroids with some skis on it, man. Uh, the Bloodhound missile launcher that one st- uh, stood out to me. That thing looks kind of cool. And then that uh, funky ass fairy rotonine. Um, yeah, half an airplane, half I, a helicopter thing. I'll tell you what. I watched the guy on the old YouTube's go through a build review of the original one. Yeah, and oh, holy balls! <laughs> I hope they redo something. There's got to be because it, the fit was not real, real good. But man, he made it look yeah. good when he was done. Not much Ooh. detail, but this guy went through. He had 
you could see a uh, passenger sitting inside and everything else the way he, he really did a good job with it. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This guy. Yeah. I have to find that video on Lincoln. Let's get a 72 really scale. I imagine is what. Yeah. Yeah. Is, 72nd. Right? Okay. All right, talk man. About weird uh, stuff. Talk about weird stuff though. There you yeah, go. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's definitely, uh, ugly and functional, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, man. So it's, uh, first show after, um, the holidays after Christmas, um, you know, what'd you pick up? What did Santa bring? Uh, it's been a while. I know I've I've burnt through a little, a, a few gift certificates that I was happy to ha- happy to part with. So, uh, how about you guys, man? What what did anyone pick up? Anything cool? Um, I didn't really get anything like kits for Christmas per se, but I went and I picked up the Kitty Hawk uh, forty eight scale TF nine J. Their cougar, the two seat cougar. Cause I didn't have, I had one. I let it go a while back and I wanted to get another one. And, uh, that's what I'm kind of looking forward to looking for the, uh, single seater as well. All right. That's and, a hard uh, to find one, man. It is, man. It is. And then our buddy Brett was having a liquidation sale. And, uh, I jumped over on that and picked up the Hasegawa 48 scale F86 E, the, the, the dash 40, the non slided wing. Man, Brent is always liquidating. I'm like, yeah. What do you, man? He's got good stuff too. He keeps that stash rotating for sure. Yeah, man. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I picked up the Pro Modeler SB2C-4 Helldiver, the uh, Pro Modeler boxing. And that's all the new stuff, new kits that I got. Sweet. Yeah, man. Santa, Santa was beyond generous with me. Of course, I had to. I got a restock of my Sprue Brothers gift card, so I'm good for another year. And um, and then he also brought me um, a 32nd scale, the Tamiya A6M50. Um, and I then I picked up Montex masks and a couple of books. Um, and I want to do just a real beat up, you know, sun bleached. Um, you know, zero. Like the roof kind of sparked my interest. I don't have a whole lot of Japanese stuff, so pretty excited to hopefully one of these. I was gonna start it like right away, but with the whole Rona and coming here to Jacks, it kind of got put on the back burner. But I'll definitely, I definitely want to start that one because I, I just, I think it would be. A, I had so much fun painting the roof and weathering it and all that. I want to. I've got some really neat pictures um, that I got from uh, Daniel Zamorbide. And uh, just hit the process of how he did his roof. Holy jeez, man, it's just cool. So I want to, I want to go to town and really, really weather one. So, um, and then I also picked up the Galaxy models, those forty-eight scale F thirty-five masks for the to me F thirty-five. And then um, we were at uh, God, what was it? What the hell? At Hobby Town USA in Fredericksburg. And they had two 30-second scale. They had a single seat and a two-seat F-104. I don't know what the hell, wild hair. And I was like, man, those are they were pretty decently priced. So I, I picked up both of them. And um, anyway. 32 so that, scale, that, yeah. you said? Yeah. Who makes those? those are, they, they're uh, Talary. Okay, kits. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I think that there's issues with both of them, but I just think it would be cool to have a 30-second scale you know, all natural metal single seat, like from the right stuff, you know? Oh yeah. Just yeah. Sitting, you know, that looks so. sweet. So anyway, so that's, I, I, I bought a whole bunch of crap and haven't even touched one thing. <laughs> on the bench. 
but we'll we'll get the mojo flowing again here soon, hopefully. So um, you know, it's hopefully sh- once show steez- season kicks off, then um, you know, it's usually it's usually, the mojo you know, will get yeah reignited back. for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, that's all for me. Dave ran. You can well, do some shopping. Santa good I, to you. I I did a little. Well, yeah, I did some shopping. So you know, I buy so much stuff, hobby stuff, modeling stuff throughout the year. You know, Christmas I, I don't. You know, <laughs> the problem is, is I just go out and buy the shit instead of wait. <laughs> sure, yeah, so, man. So anyhow, uh, I did uh, buy for myself a Zuki's F four EJ. I planned on doing something for Nats with it, and um, I don't know. I'm watching some videos online, and I'm thinking to myself, it might not be the juice might not be worth the squeeze. I think I'll break out a Tamiya F sixteen and do a Air National Guard <laughs> airplane or something. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. But uh, for Santa, though, something I can push towards modeling, and one of the, my favorite things I've got was my classical wagon. Why do that classical wagon. wagon you got for going oh, wherever we go to the shows for oh, cool hauling stuff? Hauling your crap, yeah, man. Hell yeah, man. Oh, yep. yeah. It's a it, it's a lifesaver, sure, man. Sorry, my dumb ass was like, you got a model of a collapsible no. wagon? What that's what I, that's what I was thinking, like, going no. on around here? Jeez, no. a like a horse-drawn thing or something? No, man. This is like, like, yeah, right. Rickshaw like territory. Rickshaw. <laughs> no, uh, one of those collapsible, uh, you know, actual camping wagon, wagon type things. Yeah, you got pull it. behind okay. them. Yeah. Very man. handy. Very handy, dude. Man, I've, been, see, I've been raving about that thing ever since. Well, I used it at Nats in Omaha. So we had Whitey's back and forth from downstairs every day. and Yeah. Hell yeah Especially, man. like I said, when you're hauling the, uh, the podcast gear around and things like that, it just yeah. makes it a lot a lot easier. Now we got um, two. All right, man. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> got two. Do we plan on setting up at ODO? I, I imagine we do. Right? Uh, yeah, I, if they're going to let us. On, but I haven't talked to anybody, but. Okay. I have to work that out. I think that's, isn't it? I'm looking at the collateral duty board here behind me. I think that's my duty. I'm supposed to reach out to the show folks and all that kind of stuff. I think it might be. Might be. I wasn't going to punch you on the show. I'll hit them up, man. (laughs) Hey, we're coming. Give us a table. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be my correspondence with them. (laughs) But uh, anyhow, yeah, like like everybody else, I bought myself some tools and, you know, know, just just stuff like that with with kids. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yep, pretty good stuff. Yeah, I, I my, again gift gift certificates. My uh, my son gave me one for a hundred bucks for for Sprue Brothers, and I wound up doing a. Uh, my goal there was all right, cool. I'm going to jump on and get that Airfix Buccaneer, but they were all sold out. Uh, and then Benny Suggs was doing a Hannitz order, so I had him grab me one um, through that. So I'll, I'll see him at the at the January meeting next week, week after next week, next and, week, uh, and pick that up from him. So that would have already happened by the time we dropped this episode, but there you go. Uh, but I did pick up the uh, Lancaster. You know, I'm a, I'm a Lancaster fan. I love the love that airplane. It's beautiful. Um, and the 48 scale HK uh, Lancaster. I picked up one of those for myself. Uh, uh, like you know, visions in your head of um, you know we all do this. You you buy a model and you envision it done in a certain way you want to display it. My my in my head, I want to have that thing sitting on a on a wet you know tarmac uh, early in the morning, crew getting dropped off, uh, or I guess it would be late in the evening. They did nighttime raids, so let's see. It would be okay, dust, uh, whatever. Late or late in the afternoon, getting dropped off at the bird uh, off the crew bus, and, and you know. But I've been looking around for 
a, a crew of 48 scale RAF bomber types and uh, kind of hard to come by. They, there's a, a great set of them in 30 second scale, but sorry, I'm not dropping the six on uh on that 30 second scale Lancaster. <laughs> I, I would love that model. I have no way to put it and I'm just not, I, I don't know. I can't. So that's why I went with the 48 scale and I'll, I'll, I'll go that route with that, with that thing. Um, and then also with, uh, I, I recently just picked up an, uh, RQ4 Triton or it, it, uh, to go with the, to kind of complement the P8 that we, that I picked up, you know, cause those things kind of are supposed to work together as a team. We'll see how that works out in real life. Um, <laughs> yeah. yep uh good luck with that guys uh and then kind of going out of my wheelhouse i um for whatever reason i picked up a um i'm, I'm kind of i i was kind of talking about this at the uh club uh zoom that we did a couple of weeks ago icbms are just kind of uh i don't want to say they're fascinating to me they're kind of scary for everybody they should be scary for everybody um zavezda does a uh SS-25 Sickle ICBM Russian, one of those Russian launches that we, if you ever saw the movie Spies Like Us back in the 80s, yep. uh, that, that's supposedly what they, uh, you know, what, what they were messing around with there. Um, and I need to go back and watch that movie and see, you know, obviously they, they couldn't have had an actual uh, Topol launcher. So I, I'm like, man, what what they mock it up with? Like, what, what vehicle did they use to do that with, you know? Um, so I picked up that kit, uh, again, way out of, kind of way out of my wheelhouse, not something I would typically buy, but for whatever reason, I was looking at pictures of them online and I was like, man, there's gotta be a kit of this thing. Right. And, and then on top of that, Beltra bits does a line of, uh, 72nd scale ICBMs and the sickle being one of them. So I'm going to like pick up one of those and, and kind of display it with it. I think, I think that'd be a cool little, uh, display to throw out there. So, you know. I want to try, you know, we're going to talk later about what our plans are for the upcoming modeling season slash year 2023. And, and for me, you know, it's, it's, it's that try something out of my wheelhouse. So, so that, that's it. That'll, that's something I'll kick off with. Hey there, model geeks. Brock Rozak of Detail Scale here. Today, I'm going to tell you about our book, F-117 Nighthawk Stealth Fighter and Illustrated Developmental History. The F-117 Nighthawk holds a unique place in history. The first operational combat aircraft designed to be unobservable by enemy air defenses, and it was operational before most of the general public even knew it existed. This book is a reprint of a similar work published by Specialty Press in 2006 that has long been out of print. The stealth fighter community came to detailed scale and asked us to bring this book back into circulation and we were glad to make it happen. With over 290 photographs, most of which are in color, this is a must-own by anyone interested in aviation history, and a portion of every sale will be donated to the Stealth Fighter Association. All detailed scale books are available in print-on-demand, as well as digital editions in both Apple Book and Amazon Kindle formats. You can get more information, see sample pages, and get ordering links for our books at our website, www.detailandscale.com. And while you're there, check out our dozens of aircraft photo sets and the many scale modeling product reviews you'll find. That's www.detailandscale.com. And now, back to the Model Geeks podcast. All right, 2023 is upon us, and, and with that, 
shows and contests that are coming up for this year. Um, kind of rolling through the IPMS calendar and checking out what's 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 coming, what's near us. Um, IPMS Eagle Squad out there, uh, they're going to host up Minicon January 28th down at the American Legion Post 116 in Fuquay, Verena, North Carolina. So go check out that show, Minicon. Um, and then uh, here, let's see, February 4th, IPMS Mid-Michigan Model Makers present the 2023 4M Mayhem. Mid-Michigan Model Makers 4M. Uh, being held at the LFA Hall in Bay City, Michigan, February 4th. And uh, let's see the Hope It Don't Hope It Don't Snow show happening in Rochester, Minnesota, on February fourth. Also, uh, that one's hosted by IPMS five thirty three Zumbo Valley Scale Modelers. Um, February, Rochester, Minnesota, probably gonna snow. <laughs> probably already snowing there, man. Uh, and then for real, JaxCon, February tenth. Your old uh, stomping stomping grounds. Yep. Your old crew. Um, they do a, a two day show now that is, so that's kicking off on February 10th in the evening yeah. at 1700 yeah. and then, uh, or five, 5 PM for the, for you civilians out there. And yeah, then, last year was the first year they did that and they kind of, I don't know if they're doing it this year. It's on the but, calendar uh, as that. So, well, oh yeah, I'm saying, but I'm, I was saying last year they had pizza for guys that were showing up on Friday afternoon like that. The club had, uh, bought pizza. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, had pizza there for people to like hang out BS and, you know. Gotcha. Have a slice, whatever, and then they could bring put your stuff out Friday, and then Saturday was you know it opened up. So yeah, I think Friday evening it's five to nine. No, you know, yeah. f- and folks go to the go to IPMS First Coast, check out their website for all the specifics on that. But I I, I think it's a five to nine thing. It's kind of a uh, get your stuff in there on the table early so you can have time yeah, on like Saturday morning to yep. yeah. You know, Saturday morning you can roll in there, and your stuff's already out there, and you can start hitting up the vendor tables. There you go. I know. I I didn't think of, when I came down to Jack's for um for work because I'm going to be here for several months. Oh, and you'll be uh, in I for just, it. Yeah, so I should be here for JaxCon. Uh, there's a chance I might actually go back home that week uh, for like a two week period. But so if I miss it, well, I'll, I'll be kind of bummed. But um, cause if the company's kind of like, Hey, it's your turn to go back home. You know, if I'm, it, it's, it'll, it'll be a little, well, I guess I could go back on like a Monday or something like that or fly out on Sunday or something. But, um, the bottom line is I'll try to be here for it. But what I didn't do is it, cause I drove down here with a buddy. I should have at least just brought one model that I could have taken to Jack's con, you know, but I didn't. So, oh, well, I won't have any like kits or anything, but I, I'd be excited to go and just kind of hang out and see the show it's, and stuff it's a model show holy cow Heck yeah like, you know it's a sounds like oh. it's a good one too if you, it um, is yeah it's pretty decent yeah and real quick speaking of shows it finally it, my light bulb went off in my head uh do you guys remember speaking of shows one of the vendors that's like in our area up here gene gene and barbara from new jersey oh yeah 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 gene's not doing very well and oh, his no, health really? is yeah he was in the hospital a while back and i haven't heard if he's come out of the hospital yet or oh. not that's that's too bad to hear. Prayers for Gene. I hope he uh we're pulling for you, Gene. You're you're out you're you're fun to talk to and uh kind of a staple at the shows that we've been going to for what, the last ten years in this area. Yeah. yeah it, it wouldn't be the same um not having um what what's his what's his what's his wife's name? 
Um, Barbara. Is it Barbara? Yeah, Gene and Barbara. Having those two there, it's just kind of like, that's just, you kind of expect to see him, you know? So hopefully he's healing up and hopefully he's, he's feeling better and, you know, um, best, uh, best of luck to you and the family and, you know, say some prayers for you. So hopefully get healthy, Gene. Absolutely. Uh, continue on with the, what shows are coming up here. Um, Model Fiesta down there in uh, Darren's hometown there. New Braunfels Civic Center and Convention Center. On February 11th, that one happens. Uh, IPMS Alamo Squadron, they do a fine job of hosting that show. That's one we all went to one time. That was a good time. Yeah, we should we should make another trip. Sometime. Yeah, that's uh, that's one that's got to happen again. That was fun. We should. I, yeah. I've never been to Model Fiesta. So what? Well, oh man, what do you mean you've never been? Yeah, I left. I left. I thought you're from there. I am. I've never been to Model Fiesta. So well, uh, I haven't uh, lived back it, home in thirty years. So <laughs> <laughs> I need to get my ass back there uh, for sure, though. Definitely. Yeah, we'll have to. That's you know, I mean, so I, I know we have Nats coming up in the same region, the same area down there. But the model Fiesta weekend we did that time was great. We'll, we'll have to invade fun, Gabe's man. house again and drink all his beer. You went to the Alamo. Hanging out in the garage. Go to the Alamo. And there was no basement in the Alamo. No basement. Nope. 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 And then we went to, did you, did you go to the Nimitz Museum in Fredericksburg? That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah went that there. was awesome. The, uh, War in the Pacific Museum is that? I mean, we went to Nimitz's house as well. Yeah. But then yeah, what is that yeah. museum there? The uh, World of War. The, the same yeah. one. Yeah, that was awesome. That was a great museum. <clears throat> I'd like to go out there for that. Uh, you know, they do those live demos with the with the tanks and the mm-hmm. weapons and things. All right, wrapping it up. Uh, finally, the ODO is kicking off Woo-hoo. next month, February twenty fifth, at the Richmond Raceway Complex, hosted by IPMS Richmond. Um. That's kind of the show that we think of as the uh, start of the season. It's like one of our favorites, too. Yeah, it's a good show. It gets bigger every year, it seems. It does. Uh, it's yep. a huge vendor turnout. Um, lots of models on the tables. Uh, it, it's a, it's a full models. day. It's a it's definitely a full day for that one, man. Pack a lot lunch. of good models. A lot of talented guys up in that area. It's like a mini Nats. really yeah. is. It is, man. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Um, again, I'll do my best to try to get whatever I want to bring done for that one, man. Yeah, it's a, I don't know if I'm going to make that one or not. I'm going to try, but right now it's it's 50-50 whether I make it or not. Oh, man. All right. Hope you can. Yeah, me too. Me too. None of us, The rest of us don't know where Chewy's is, so yeah. <laughs> you're not there. What are we going to do? We're going to be lost. Oh, and um, real quick before we move off from this section, the um, going back to the uh, new kits and stuff on the streets, uh, Reed Air Publications, Jake Malampi, his uh, Speed Hunter graphics, he's got Guardian Eagles. He's got an F-15 sheet coming out, 48 scale, called Guardian Eagles. Yeah, I saw that got, one. Boy, that's yep, packed. Yeah. It is, and it's got the 125th fighter wing out of Jacksonville. So, Sweet. Which is cool because I got the two Bob's decals for those markings. And now they've been redone, so that's cool. I'm looking forward to grabbing. I'm looking forward to his that F4G sheet that he's got coming out. Yeah, I didn't even I didn't even think to look for that new decals coming, man. Yeah, yeah. I think I don't know if I mean I just he saw that I saw something on uh, the face box about you know they're they're shipped they're on their way or something something like that. So awesome. They're uh, they're all cartograph printed. Good goodness. And uh, 
Jeff at Furball, he messaged saying that his uh, P8 decals are on yes, the way, sir. too. So that's, yep. that's pretty cool. I know. He's already built one. He's just waiting on his own decals. <laughs> yeah, it's painted, ready to go, ready to put decals on yeah. it. All right, man. Hobby shop shout outs. You know, here we are after this hiatus, the, the, you know, we'll get to the mailbag too. But in the meantime, also the uh, hobby shop shout out uh, suggestions or um, inputs has, uh, has been pretty packed too. So uh, I have a few of them here. And I, I was like, man, should I just hold off and like spread these out over, over the next couple of shows? But then I was like, nah, you know, that'd be unfair to the, to the folks who took the time to, to write in about them. So I'll, 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 I'll spiel through them real quick. Um, via Peter Earnhardt, we have, uh, he says, I got two hobby shop shout outs for you guys. I'm in the, uh, Reading PA area, not really too far from us, really. That's about what, two hours from here. Um, he's got, he says he's got two great little hobby shops, pretty close by Iron Horse Hobby House in Reading PA. And also the, uh, Model Bond, B-A-H-N, Ot, Model Bond Ot Hobbies in Boyertown, PA. Um. And he's also thanking us for turning us on to Frontline Hobbies think, down there in Staunton, we, Virginia. We might need to make a trip because we could do like, if we, I don't know how, well, Reading is, I mean, it's, you know, like Gettysburg and is, I mean, in Reading or Fairly because Gettysburg's got a couple neat places. And then we could hit the, I don't know how far Boyertown is from, from Reading, but man, we could, um, we could make like a weekend trip of just hitting hobby shops and Gettysburg and all that. That wouldn't, that'd oh, be man. fun. Good I agree. Times. Okay. And then also, uh, let's see via Christian Van Winkle. Um, he's uh, shouting out Burnberry hobbies in Burnberry, British Columbia, uh, up there in Canada. And also Imperial hobbies in Richmond, British Columbia. So, uh, for the, Folks out there in British Columbia area, go check those guys out. And then via Henry Kramer in Centralia, Washington, Tammy's Hobbies in Beaverton, Oregon. Uh, so all those uh, shops, you know, if you're anywhere near those, you know, you know, count yourself among the lucky. It's great to have a brick and mortar, sh- uh, you know, shop to go check out. Uh, when Man, you ain't kidding, Whitey, oh, you know. God. You know, <laughs> I, I needed two bottles of uh you know, I was doing this LP, you know, with the LP Tamiya paints, right? You know, I was like, man, it'd be great if there was a shop right up the street for me because I need these two colors and I can't, now I got to jump on and order them and wait and hopefully they'll get here. They ain't going to get here tomorrow, so I'm not going to get Star Hobby's portion. got LP. He's got the full line. Yeah. He's got the yep. colors you need, but, you know. Yep. I already ordered these things, so, so now I'm go. like, yeah. I'll get here soon. But we need to talk our local game store proprietor hey. there to uh hey you know what Amen. if you had a tamia rack in this building trust me when i say you would be restocking it frequently she doesn't believe Oops. us though we tell yeah. her that <laughs> hey modelers have you ever struggled with how to display a contest winning model or a project you completed after many years of work how about protecting a model you built for a veteran or family member well basis by bill has a solution Their museum-quality display cases are the perfect way to protect and enhance that special model. Built by modelers for modelers, Basis by Build display cases are available for any type of model and for any size. Check out their website at basisbybuild.com to see their new range of Astro cases, available in 18 different sizes, 
or to get your own custom-built display case quote. Use the code GEEKS at checkout to apply a 10% listener discount to your order. That code again is GEEKS for 10% off. Bases by Bill for all your display model case needs. All right, man. Let's roll into this uh, tool and tip of the week. Uh, so this, this one comes straight out of uh, our former SQMD member, Brent Leidig, down there in North Carolina now. SQMD, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's our abbreviation for Southern Maryland scale models, folks. Uh, if you ever see our logo, you'll probably understand why. Why, why we call it SQMD, but <laughs> yeah. Why do you, I think you and I are like the only ones that call it that, but I love, I love it. it I, man. Think, yeah. I think it's great. Don't, don't, don't change that logo. No, that's, no, no, no. That's perfect. Yep. Yep. Um, I mean, we've had people ask us that at, at the Nats yeah. that time in Chattanooga, they were like, SQMD, what is that? Like, <laughs> like no, it's a magnifying glass. Yeah. <laughs> it's an o. I love it though. I think it's, it's great. And we talked to Tim about it. I'm like, just rotate the, the the magnifying glass so that it's you know up so it doesn't look like a Q. And he's like, no. He's like, do you know how many people like come up and ask us about what's the SQMD? And you're so it's just it's advertising, you know? Exactly, I've, I've, man. Awesome. Yeah. Don't I've got him it. saying I've got him saying SQMD now too. So <laughs> sweet. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. It Good fits, times. man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Okay, so from our member, uh, a former member, Brent. Uh, he, he talks about um, kind of an age-old tip here for finding dropped parts. Uh, grab a piece of uh, nylon stocking or pantyhose around the end of your vacuum hose and hit the floor with it, man. Um, I've never tried that technique myself, mainly because my wife doesn't wear pantyhose. I, I don't even know if those are in fashion anymore. I wouldn't know, but um, usually uh, it's my it's it's assholes and elbows me down on the floor with a flashlight trying to find yeah. stuff that way but uh but it definitely sounds like a uh a, a technique that works i mean have, have either y'all ever tried that before yeah. man yeah yep. well, as a matter of fact brent, brent turned me on that about four years ago mm-hmm. that little tip and i've used it numerous times i've got just the toe cut right off an old pair i've got it up here and anytime i have to get the vacuum out Jeez, Usually, I got right. the wife standing down there with the flashlight while I'm down there vacuuming. <laughs> so, <laughs> yep, I turn a light on on my phone and like whitey asshole, yeah. a- assholes and elbows yeah, on the ground. Yeah. And there's Let sometimes I feel like I spend me, most of my time down here looking for shit that I've dropped on the floor. Let me tell you something. As many times as uh, look, I'm an ex ejection seat guy, and I can tell you how many times I can't count on my fingers and toes. I've been upside down inside an F-18 cockpit looking for a piece of FOD. Ooh, if I would have yep. known about that trick back then, I'd have to <laughs> shop back up there and I'd been vacuuming everything up. Now, it, when I was an airplane mechanic for uh, FedEx, we, our vacuums had a, a small bag. You know, like you, you ran them off of the, um, you know, your typical airline that you would have out there on, yeah. uh, you know, to run your, your rivet guns and things like that. Yep. And so you would hook up one of those. And, you know, it would have a, t- a little nozzle at the front, but then it had like a bag about the size, of, you know, just a, a small yeah, bag. A big and, cotton and, bag. Yep. And they were made just for that, for like getting fought up out of, out of tight spots. Um, and, the problem uh, is everything I used, one of the, every time I used one of those, I needed to put a respirator on because of all the crap that blew out of that, that yeah. damn cotton bag. And when you're upside down in the cockpit, that's not the place to have that grandpa fart coming at you, man. That's, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it comes right at you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> I, 
Uh, definitely, you know, if you have a carpet, that'd be the way to go. Like me, I mean, I got a cement floor. Yeah, so using the old flashlight is, uh, is, is pretty effective. Yeah. Um, but I guess if I did have a, like a carpet, carpeted floor that I was working with, vacuuming would be the way to find, find those lost parts for sure, man. I've, I've seen wor- where they, they have like, um, like dark colored floor mats, like not rubberized, but like a, a glass or there's some of these really fancy, um, like mats that you can use like a chair mat. Yeah. They're fairly yeah. big. And there there's there's one it's really expensive, but I think it's like made out of like some super heavy duty glass. Yeah, I've or, seen those advertised before. And yeah, I think that they I mean, asked, worth a try. You know, it'd probably help with the finding small pots. They're know, nice, but pots. yeah, they're expensive. <laughs> uh all right then. Uh thanks Brent for that and I hope everything's going well for you down there in the Carolinas. All right, that's going to lead us right into the uh, mail call. Mail call. Again, just like the uh, hobby shop shoutouts, it's been a little bit of a hiatus here, so the mailbag's pretty pretty hefty, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna zip through a few of them here. Um, okay, from Xavier Perez, uh, making mistakes and what you can learn from them, and, that, and I think that's a brilliant one right there. And um, yeah, man. Uh, we spoke about that during our, our live event way back in uh, on December seventeenth when we had um, Chris from uh, Luftrom uh, seventy two on. We, we talked about that making mistakes and, and, and learning from them, and that that's age old in the hobby. And, and I think that that's an excellent topic uh, from our old El Presidente Tim Holland. He's um, this one's kind of unique too. He's talking about like us deep diving into the naval aviation subject and um, throwing in an, an interview with an expert a pilot or in discussing the best kit for this particular, for, you know, for a particular subject, uh, what available references and how you would approach building it. So basically kind of a package deal there. Talk to a guy who, who, who flew operated or worked on the thing and then talk about like, the best kit and, and all the, all the cool stuff that's out there about it. You know, take like a Corsair, for example, or, a, or an, uh, or an FA Crusader, you know, if we could dig up an old FA Crusader driver. Um, and then, uh, he talks about, you know, and notably stuff, tough to stay on topic as you guys wonder about the modeling world each episode. Like, we do that anyway, man. <laughs> yeah, but it'll be cool to hear you guys discuss it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, But that is, that, that, that's, that's a pretty good idea. Thank you, Tim. I, I, I like the sound of that, and that's probably something we'll, uh, we'll look at discussing. Uh, next from Brian Hattack. Um, Hattack. Again, with my pronunciation, I apologize if I'm mangling that on you, Brian. Uh, he's one. He says, I'm wondering if you could discuss detailing of landing gear. Specifically, I'm wondering about adding wire to simulate the lines on landing gear. Where do you find references for this, and what supplies and techniques do you use? When do you paint versus when do you apply the lines, et cetera? Now, yeah, landing gear is, uh, they're complex uh, items typically, Um I like using solder if I'm going to put brake lines on because it's malleable. You can bend it however you want, and super glue is going to pin it in place really easy. As far as when to apply, like I would, I would do it like it's part of the plastic assembly. You know, I wouldn't paint first and then apply the lines or anything like that. Just do it all at once, shoot it, then paint them individually with the brush and things like that. Um, but yeah, that's definitely another one we could uh, we could probably run an entire topic on. For sure. Um, and then, all right, digging further into the mailbag. Uh, let's see. 
William Barrett, he talks about, um, he, he's asking about spray booths. And I, I replied back to him and directed him to, um, Darren, I believe you had that DIY site that has the uh, instructions for doing a, um, a, a a spray booth, like making one at home. Yeah. Aren't you yep, in the middle sure of doing do. one uh, of those? Yep. Vent works. Yep, yeah, absolutely. I can, I can link that uh, with no problem. No, I, uh, I sent them that link already, but yeah, okay. that, that was my, th- you know, he was like, Hey, can you give me any recommendations? And believe me, there's some fantastic booths out there. Like you can get on Micromark site and there's some nice ones yeah. there, but man, they're expensive. I would definitely go to build myself one route before I uh, buy one. Um, and then there's a company called Peacemaker that makes some that are really freaking nice too. Um, yeah, I think I've got, it's, it really wasn't that expensive. I think I've got like maybe 200 bucks or so in that. Oh, yeah. In, in materials in the kit and all okay. that. Okay. And that's know. made out of what? Plywood or whatever? It's Yeah, it's made out of MDF. Yeah. And then it, the, the, the company has a kit that goes in the back. So it's got all the, yeah, all the, uh, bracing and the, uh, sheet metal and everything else already done. So, yeah, that's, uh, again, Vent Works, right? Yep. Vent Works. Yeah. So Google that, folks. And, uh, they get, they have some, um, set of plans there and, and parts and, and they'll direct you to what you need to, to make your own. Yep. All right, man. Uh, Mike bird, he writes into us and he's, as uh, he's, he's enjoyed our discussion the last episode about stash sizes and the surrounding issues. And, um, one of them, one something he brings up, he says, I've been having similar thoughts recently, which he's something he calls stash, the stash guilt threshold. <laughs> You know, so this is the point at which buying a new kit has an associated uncomfortable feeling, which takes away from the pure enjoyment of purchasing it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I can't say I've ever had guilt about it because, uh, but I definitely, you know, sometimes I'll look at a kit and go, all right, do I really need that? And I can walk away, but other times I'll, I'll pull the trigger and then later on be like, man, I probably shouldn't have dropped the money on that thing, but whatever. Uh, but I like We've your that. <laughs> I like your uh, term there though, Mike. The stash guilt threshold. And uh, again, thanks for writing in on that one. Uh, Ryan didn't provide a last name, but he he talks about um, he's not far from us. He grew up in Northern Virginia, and uh, he was just kind of reflecting on buying his first kit back in uh you know when he was younger, uh, a monogram. He says a monogram F1 Blue Angels in 148. I'm I, I assuming he must have meant an F18. He just dropped the eight there. But anyway, he, he talks about, um, you know, after listening to our show through the, through the time here, he's, uh, his first one was uh, no paint, no covering seam lines, just glue and decals. Uh, him and his dad building it, which, again, you know, that that's our story, right? We all started yeah. in, the same, in the same regard. Building with dad was the theme there. Uh, let's see. Is that it? Is that the end of the, my mailbag? One more from uh, from Derek. He's, uh, again, reflected on the Stash Monster episode. Um, hit a lot of my recent modeling endeavors. Uh, first, I spent a couple hours last week work, working with various paints with my airbrush, trying to figure out what works for him. Uh, he says he wants to be like you, Scott. Working to be like Scott. Ha ha. I came away <laughs> thinking... I have a whole new line of paints. The Vallejo paints are never touching my airbrush again. Good, Good call. Man. <laughs> no time for shitty paints, he says. Uh, Ooh, that's see. a good sh- oh, t-shirt that's, slogan. Yeah, it is. Um, he says, regarding the stash, my goal is to keep it under 100. That's a good call. 
Uh, the problem I have now is the uh, is the cheese whiz, all the extra stuff for the models. Yep, there you go. <laughs> you know, it's it's you keep it under a hundred, and then you're buying the aftermarket and the decals and everything else that go with it. Um, there's no way I could keep mine under a hundred. Yeah, there's, right. There's no way. I was going through no uh, some old pictures I found in the basement, and one of them was back from like 2001 when my stash was first getting started and I had a whopping like 23 kits in my garage in, in Jacksonville out in the garage, 23 kits up on a shelf. That was the start of my stash, man. How far it's funny how, how far it's come since then. Yeah. Again, that, that stash guilt thresholds building, man. All right. Thank you all for writing in and uh, dropping us a line on the, on the Facebook page. And, uh, and for anyone else, if you have a question, a show idea, or just want to say you're tuning in, feel free to toss us a message at contact at modelgeekspodcast.com uh, or just throw it up there on our Facebook page, uh, the uh, the Model Geeks Model Shack. Go check that place out. That's where um, listeners can post their work, uh, where we try to post our work that we're working on. Like I should be throwing pictures of that Tammy F-35 up there, but I, I, I've been I've been slacking in that regard. Um but again, thanks you all for, uh, for for writing into us, guys. All right, let's roll into this main topic, fellas. Um, so we kind of alluded to it already. No, no big secret here. Um, twenty twenty three is upon us. New model year, new model season. Uh, what's our plan? You know, what's your plan of attack for the for what we got coming up, man? Uh, any goals? What are your goals for the for the uh, upcoming year? In regards to the hobby. Um, the modeling New Year's resolution. Yeah. Well, God, I hate to say that. Say it like that. Um, I know. I do, too. Yeah. But it's I, I, what, I think what it's we're talking okay, about, though. though. I think yeah. it's all right, you know? That's yeah. What we're talking yeah. about. I mean, I, I, I know for myself, I've said it in the past before, that I'm like, I was like, I am not getting into any group builds. I don't know. I just want to build whatever the hell I want. And then next thing you know, here I am. I'm like, yes, I'm in two group builds already, man. And the, and the year's just, what, a couple weeks old. I, I, guarantee, I guarantee you this, man. I got a better chance of holding up with my model building goals than I do my gym and workout goals. You know? <laughs> Tell you that. Although, no. I, I was so, you guys would be proud of me. I ran, I haven't run in a while. Since I don't have my, you know, a, my Peloton or a bike here, so I went out and ran for like thirty minutes. They got and, a really uh, nice it, gym on base, man. Yeah, it's. I mean, yeah. I was able to. I did. I like ran down to the, you know, just. I mean, it was just nice out yesterday, and uh, I'm still in pretty decent shape just because I I walk when I play golf. So I don't yeah. ride a cart. I walk. I mean, and and I I walk pretty quickly. I don't, you know, I don't walk slow and. But, um, and then I ride the Peloton and whatnot, but I hadn't really done anything in probably eh, two months, but I was surprised. I was actually able to go out and run for about a half hour. I was dead afterwards. <laughs> and then yeah. I did some, you know, some stomach exercise, man. I got to lose the freaking muffin top, man. I'm telling you, that's, oh, that, that shit, shit's got to go away, man. He's got a muffin top. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to compare really? muffin top sometime. Oh, I'll beat you. <laughs> I'm leaving everything alone, man. I'm leaving alone. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Whitey, so going back to your group build statement, mm-hmm. those group builds that you're talking about, though, I mean, you haven't joined any other group builds since the first no, year. No, so, no. So it could still be what it is you want to do in you know, 23. Yeah. And I mean, I mean don't those, get me, are, those are twenty two requirements. Yeah, or, uh, don't, don't get me wrong. The the, uh, the, the builds, I definitely want to 
uh, you know, do the MIG killer because I mean, I've been wanting to do an F8 forever anyways. And I definitely want to do the club thing because I've, I've slacked on that in the past, you know, so I definitely want to have something to contribute there. So, you know, yeah. Um, but I was having this conversation last night. I was at a party last night and, I, and a guy got talking to me about hobbies and stuff. And I, you know, we got into talking about models and, and, uh, immediately right away he says, do you do any commission work? And I was like, Ear hold on there buddy you know i was like yeah i used to i really don't get into it much anymore and he was like oh okay because th- this guy's a boater so he's asking a lot of, like about different boats and ships and things like that and i was like yeah you know i was like i, I don't want to get it. i don't want to go down that rabbit hole again ever i don't think <laughs> um you know doing doing the group builds that we you know and again no one's putting a gun to our head to, to get into these these group builds that we find ourselves in typically you know it, it it's all about fun and building something that you want to build and, and um, participate. Like I'm, I'm glad I jumped into that Sherman build. Uh, you know, when the triple P guys talked me into that one, you know, cause I, again, it's kind of like, okay, I've never built the 35 scale tank, man. Let's, let's do one. I had a, I had a good time building it, uh, tried out some different techniques, um, experienced new frustrations. Um, and, uh, and accomplished the goal, you know, got, got my, model out there on the table with their with their giant Sherman group uh you know display that they had out there at Nats out there in um in uh in, in Omaha so you know they're fun but uh, you know it, in the back of my head I'm always like okay this next year or whatever I just don't want to build anything that I don't want to build and so <laughs> you know that's that that that's my goal typically is to just okay sure um I'll participate in your group build, but I'm going to build what I want to build that fits into that, into the, in, in, into a slot that, that, that covers the topic, you know, so. But you still cranked out. How many did you crank out last year? I don't know. I, you know what? I didn't do. Quite a few. I didn't, I didn't even you know, think about that. You know, a lot of people. That's true. We didn't do a. Like a year in review, year in review thing, review. right? You know, yeah. and that was kind of part of this topic too, was like, okay, what, uh, you know, the year in review, the year ahead, what are your modeling goals for the coming year? Uh, is kind of you know what we would discuss when we would decide on what we were going to do for the kickoff show for the for the new season, um, and yeah, I mean, I definitely got uh, I don't know, I, I didn't even bother, I, I didn't go back and count. I can think off the top of my head, I got the Fury done, the FJ two, and the T thirty four B. I got that done. Re- that's that, that's my most recent completion. Um, you know, and then I mean, didn't you do the didn't the tornado and all your desert storm, the Harrier and all that other? Yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah. Was, was that this past year? God, see, I'd have to go I look think at so. Yeah, I'd have to go look at the logbook, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. man, I think I did four or five. I think I did two: the SU twenty seven and the roof. Those are the only two that I, yeah, I, I finished did, last year. Did three: the Super Hornet, the uh, Super Tucano, and the A four for the yeah. Vehicle. Oh, geez, wait. No, I did the A4 last year. Too. Yeah, because we all did an A4. We yeah, all we did, did an A4. Four. You know, for the for the A4 oh. group build. Three. Yeah. Wow. There you go. Let's see. So I did the MiG-23, the MiG-15 UTI, the uh, uh, Razor Crest, my Musaru Cut build. Uh... The P thirty eight, I guess. Five it was hours later. I think it was pretty much done before the year ended. So, yeah, I think uh, that's about it. 
Today, Junior. Yeah. Did I do a tan? P thirty eight. You're not finished with that yet. Um, it could be done if I didn't want to weather it anymore. Like if I didn't want to, like, okay, I'm done with it. It'd be done. Nah, it's not done. It's not done. Yeah, you can't count it. You can dirty it up a little bit, man. Yeah, that's it. So, so again, so moving forward for this year, I mean, immediately, you know, top of my head, FA Crusader for our for our group, um, the 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 Mavis for the club display, and um. The Emily that uh, Chris uh, Lovewell sent me. I want to get that one done this year too. Uh, so two Japanese float planes. Wow, that that'll be unique. Those are my goals for twenty twenty three. If I de- I'll probably deviate a little bit from them. I'm sure you know something will come along to you know you always need that palate cleanser. Uh, you know, grab something off the shelf and bang it together real quick. Rhymes you know, with Shamia. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, you know, yeah, because who knows what they're gonna be having coming out, right? Yeah, hopefully something cool, man. I know reboxings, different variants. I mean, let's get something new. Let's get like a forty-eight scale Jaguar or something. Oh man, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be nice. Um, Although, you know, of course, if we got another version of a Tomcat or an F four, I don't think I'd complain. You know, Um, nope. I think for me, it's build wise. I'd like to get the mid killer done, and then um, the seventy second scale. You know, the KI eighty four for the group, and then another one. Uh, probably the zero. I think those are my three that I'd like to do um, to finish this year. Would be those three. I think that'd be pretty cool. Um, two Japanese planes for you too. Yeah, not four planes, but two Japanese planes. Yeah, man. It's just, they're fun. They're fun to do. And I like the weathering and the chipping and the next. So that leads into um, my next goal. I have two other goals. One of them is to push my weathering skills. Because when I finished the roof, I was like, man, it's really neat looking. And then I saw Zammer B-Days and I'm like, shit, that's what I wanted it to look like. So I can still go back and play with it. But I just, I, again, it's, I'm very comfortable building how I build and what I build and techniques and all that. And so I just want to kind of push my weathering. Cause I, I think I used to actually weather a little bit more than I do now. And so I'm kind of wanting to play with the colors and the contrasts and the speckling and maybe try some black basting and just see if the result is any different than when I just do regular pre-shading and whatnot. Um, and so it's to push my weathering skills, and then two, it's to push my scratch building. So um, I really would like to do eventually. I would love to do the Mark Nine, the Airfix kit, and but I'd like to do the engine like Schachter style, so that it looks like perfect. You know, like and that's in my head. If I want to do an engine and do accessory sections opened up and stuff like, I want it to look. Like how Mark stuff does, which oh yeah, you know, and good that's, luck. That kit's what scale? Twenty four scale. So yeah, I just uh, I think it would look really cool if I could do it right. Um, so I need to get I need to get in touch with Mark and be like, hey, 
You uh, can do it. I need some help. How do you do you that? Can, you can do it. So that's that's sort of my big long-term project. I think I'll start it, but I probably won't finish for finish it for another couple of years. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's those are my goals. Three three models and push the weathering skills and push the scratch building a little bit. So that's well, that's me. good, man. That's good. To, uh, you know, especially like you say, working on working on some skills. I, you know, I just mentioned working on um, you know subjects, but definitely uh, improving skills is another goal that oh, yeah. uh, I think we all try to s- strive for. You know, yeah. um, I know I I you know I can definitely use improvement in my you know I, i'm like thrilled with this p38 not wanting to weather it i i get to a point where i'm like i pump the brakes and i go nah man this is done i'm not gonna dirty it up um you know and i'm like man i need to try to build something that's like really nasty and <laughs> i mean i kind of did it with that tornado you know i threw yeah. some chipping fluid and elements just do like a d9 or something or a 109 uh, where you well, can just you know what, go to town you that's know? something that i should try you know i've never done a german uh aircraft uh camouflage scheme so th- th- that's something that i should throw out this year is a is a, a 109 or a 190 or a uh i, I actually have a, a ta-152 uh, what's that? There you the, go. The, the oh, high that's a cool, such yeah. a cool looking plane. You know, yeah, man. That, that, that's what I'm kit, don't you? Uh, I think it's a Haskell kit that I have. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's. I know. Um, is it? Uh, God, what's the try? Uh, not TriMaster. They made a. Um, oh yeah. A, a, a TA152, and then I think the Zoki kit. I think those are the. I don't know if Hasegawa does. They might do a 70 second scale. I don't think they do a 48 scale one, but. Yeah, that would be, dude. That those are just, you can just beat them up, you know. Yeah, or just ah, yeah. oh, they look so cool. Yeah, I'll try something like that. I think this season, this year. Yep. What about you, Frildo? Um, technique wise, I want to get better at scribing and riveting. Oh God, yeah, man. Because I suck at doing that so bad. And doing a Super Squirrel project, I had to do a little bit of both. And yeah, I, it's a, my skills have a lot to be desired in that aspect because you just you, you use, and I got like every scribe, I got the dental tool. I've got the, I've got the trumpeter tool. I've got the Tamiya P cutter. I've got all these other different scribers and it's just trying to get the new line, the same depth as the existing line. So when you look at, it, you don't see where, you have the kit line. You can see, you know how you can tell, like, and sometimes looking at them all, you can tell where it was rescribed because it doesn't like match the depth, doesn't like match or it's too wide. And so I want to get better at that. And re- another thing I want to do, I want to up my skills on is making bases for stuff. Not really so much dioramas. One of my goals this year is I do want to do a diorama because I don't have any dioramas. And I've got all kinds of aftermarket crap to do dioramas. And so I'm like, you know what, this year I'm going to try and do a diorama. So I want to do that. And so I want to work on bases and that kind of stuff. Because some of the stuff, the way these guys do these bases, is just amazing. And I'm just like, damn, yeah. man, that looks cool. Like I had Dirks, man. Dirks built that one for me for the MiG-23. And uh, I'm like, damn, I wish I could do shit like that. And so that's what I want to do this year. And then uh, project-wise, I want to... I know I want to do another 35th scale tank. I don't know what, but I want to do another tank. I've got this L29, the AMK L29 that's been kicking around 
laughing at me. I want to bang that out. And uh, I think I'll probably do on that, get on that P8 at some point. And I've got to get a 30-second scale project in there somewhere. I always like to have a 30-second scale subject going. And I've got a bunch of Japanese stuff in 30-second scale. So I'll probably do one of those. Man, you got your work cut off for you this year, man. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, no one in my work with listens to this. So I, I work from home, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I definitely got a lot more built time. when I was working from home, air quotes. So, but our work's getting ready to pick up a little bit for a month or so. So, yeah. Well, but uh, but yeah, just stuff like that, and no more commission builds for anybody, man. Done. Yeah, you get like a few of those to still crank out, don't you? Yeah, and because I just can't say no, you know. There are buddies of mine, and they weren't like someone that came to me at a show and said, "Oh, hey, would you build me one?" But no, these guys, you know, I flew with and, you know, so, and I'm just like, all right, dude, I'll bang them out for you. Just, and so just going, just stare in front of the mirror and practice saying, no, no, yeah. <laughs> no, because man, it just, but yeah, man, I, I, I feel like a real, a jerk, not, um, doing commissions or building stuff for people, but I, I just, I just, I just can't do it, man. It does. It kind of sucks. Can't. It sucks the the joy out of it for me because that's like I don't think I could build models for work, you know, because I think it would just kill the, the you know the what I'd build models for. You know, that's another show topic right there. You know, would you want to? Could you do models for work? You know, like what would that do to your the hobby side of it for you? So I can I tell you I right could, now, man. I I can't even freaking get the mojo to build for myself. I cannot imagine if it was my job, I'd be like. I'm going to well, go rip my fingernails off with a plier. That would be better. And having a deadline, right? Because the secret <laughs> squirrel project I'm doing is like the only thing I really got a deadline on. And so when I get time to go work on something, oh, I've got to work on that. You know, so I got to make sure I meet that deadline, which I'll meet the deadline. So for those who know about it and are listening, I'll make the deadline. But uh, yeah, I just like, oh man, why, why do I do that to myself? It doesn't make it fun. It makes it work. <laughs> Right, yeah, you know, and, and so you kind of heard a little bit from uh, Spencer Paul's uh, take on that when we when we talked with him about how like he knows when he has to have something done and and like how he talked about how I know how it's going to be photographed, so I won't even finish one. Like like he talked about like with some projects, not finishing some sides of it just because yep. they know right, that yeah. okay, it's going to be photographed from this angle. Boom, boom, boom. You know, I'm like, wow, I couldn't. I don't. Oh, know I, I mean, I, I wouldn't nope. like working like that. Don't get me wrong. I'm excited as hell to be, you know, to be asked to do this secret squirrel project. You know, I, th- I, th- I think it's awesome. But it's just like, man, I don't know how those guys do it for, you know, for like work and with deadlines and stuff. If it's because, all you had to do, it'd be one thing, I think. Yeah, um, I guess so. Um, You know, if, if all I had to do was work on this F-35, I probably would have it done. But I, you know. That whole holiday stretch when I was home and had time, I thought I was going to have time, but it turned into, um, you know, events and, you know, parties and this and that, you know, and it's like, man, where'd my two weeks go? (laughs) And I'm not going to lie, man. There's sometimes when I get on the couch and it's like, oh, man, and I start watching TV and next thing I know, you know, I'm like like that during the week after getting home from work and everything, man, Uh, you know, you do dinner and then. I'm like, okay, I'm going to book down here. And uh, and then I just go, man, I just don't, you know, I get sitting on the couch with the wife, talking and reading, whatever the heck. And, and next thing you know, I'm falling asleep. Uh, yep. 
I think, you know, Tim's uh, uh, El Presidente's uh, mantra of dedicating an hour, an evening, you know, taking one hour, boom, and get, and just going down there and doing something. I think that's that's a good approach. Uh, I've, yeah. I've tried doing that a few times, and that works. My, my um, problem with the one-hour thing is it takes me an hour just to get the – my thoughts and my brain in the right spot Ditto. so I can do what I need to do. So the hour thing just doesn't work for me. So I just don't go down there. <laughs> Sometimes I'll go, like I'll go down knowing full well, I'm not going to work on anything. It's just, I do so much, um, you know, just cause I'm a, a dumbass. I, I have to think about stuff a lot before I just go hit the execute button. Cause you know, it's the kind of like, well, I, re- I don't want to have to do, I don't want to rework. So I want to, I spend so much time researching and reading and thinking about how I'm going to do something when all I have to do is just paint the damn wheel, just freaking paint it. You know, I'll literally spend weeks thinking about how I'm going to paint a landing gear strut or a wheel well when I could do it in like five minutes. But I'm like, mm, I don't know. I need to. Let me just hold off for a second. I'll make sure I do this perfect. It's a freaking wheel well. You dumbass, paint it and move on. <laughs> anyway, yeah, but um, I, I definitely it's just tough sometimes. Definitely hit those road bumps too, man. Oh yeah, but that's what I want to do this year. So, you know, get some work on some stuff that I've been wanting to build for a while. I'll tell. I wish I had the mojo I had. Do you remember, like, when you first? Because we talked about this before on a past episode about when we really got the spark and we mm-hmm. kind of noticed that our models were, every model was like just exponentially better than the last one. You want to talk, I, mean, I was just, I couldn't think about anything else other than build models. I'd be like in class and I'm just in college and I'm just like, God, I can't wait to get home so I can keep working on the whatever. And, um, you know, it was just, it was crazy how the mojo was flowing like nuts. Um, and I was just so excited to do, I mean, I could crank out a model in like two weeks, man, you know? And now I'm like two weeks. I don't know if I could get a seat painted, (laughs) (laughs) but so I feel like my, my mojo level is, has, has, has really changed. Like since, you know, now I'm in my fifties. I figured I'd have I'm like, man, I'd have so much more time to build. I actually have less. And, um, it, it, so it's, and I figured, well, that those precious moments that I do have to build, I, I don't, I'm almost like, I'd rather spend them doing something else. Cause I just don't have a lot of free time anymore. I don't uh, know. It's kind of weird. I'm all Debbie Downer. I'm going to shut the hell up. Man, <laughs> hey, all the, all the, uh, aircraft models in region two or, 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 are clapping their hands right now. They are. Yeah. They're out <laughs> dancing in the streets. <laughs> like, hey, Scott, take a break, man. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Scott yeah. lost his mojo. Scott lost his mojo. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit. That's funny. Uh, They're rioting in the streets. <laughs> They're probably celebrating. Yay. Scott, Scott, Scott's not going to have anything for ODO. <laughs> oh, I'll have something for, I'll have two things for ODO. <laughs> no. Let's not I'm get kidding. all crazy with the cheese whiz there. Have, <laughs> whoa, something. whoa, slow down, Darren. Yeah. Jeez, oh, man. He, said, he, he said he might not be there. He said he might not be there. Oh, I'm going to be there now. <laughs> I'm going to be there now. Ha, it was a trick. Ha, ha. No, I'm just kidding. No, I think Let's not get crazy with the cheese whiz. If I, if I can make it, I'll just bring like the roof and the <sighs> SU-35. I think those are the only two I could bring. 
Other than that, I can't bring anything else. I don't have anything else. Maybe some old POS thing I could rework. It's never, you know, want anything, but pff, whatever. It's not hey, about the put it out yeah. there for display, man. That's yeah. right. Get it out. Yeah. Get it out there so folks can see it. Bring it for the about, club display table. Not about yeah. trophies. Not about club trophies, display. man. That's right. It's it's really it's at this point it's really not um, yeah. at all. It's about the people, like we always talk about, just being having fun and being at a model show and seeing the vendors and all that good stuff. So yeah. my my goal, I'll add another goal, is to make as many shows as I can and and try to manage my schedule as best I can. Because right now I'm like, oof, I don't know, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be tight. But luckily, it's only like an hour and 15 hour and 20 minute flight from Jax to, to D.C. So we'll be we'll be good. We'll be OK. And, I, and we're not flying on the weekends, so I can leave like Friday and, um, you know, get there, get there in plenty of time, especially for Richmond. Should be OK. So there you go. Anyway. D-Ran, what's your game plan, dude? My. uh my goals for 23 is time management. <laughs> oh, yeah. Time management yep. is the big one. You know, I need to go squirrel hunting. So, uh, and that's what, that's uh, the key to the squirrels, right? Well, no, I guess not. It's the key to getting the squirrels finished. And then I have to go squirrel hunting. And <laughs> I got to yeah. stop. I have to, you know, just stop and bite them in the house. The key is to do one project at a time. Yeah, I'm going to have to adopt that <laughs> mantra. I'm seriously going to have to uh because uh, i am swimming in unfinished styrene over here uh it's horrible it's almost like a second sickness to collecting for me <laughs> let's say uh, and i don't know what it is about getting to like the paint stage that's when i stall yeah you know i go through all the body work or i get to where i got to do a lot of body work and i'm like Ugh, i hate body work then i'll stall when it Not comes fun. to doing yeah. all the fiddly stuff Oh yeah, you know. well, fiddles will suck the mojo and motivation man. right out of you, man. Well, so will body work on a kitty hawk kit. <laughs> so you Amen know, to that. Uh, you know, it's just I don't know. And the problem it doesn't take so long. I just need to. Here comes the time management part, and that's just to push through it. But anyway, I think that's my big thing. Uh, goal for 23 is is to do that and, and obviously that'll equate to more kits finished right so supposedly in so theory it should work yeah in theory um <laughs> i like what y'all said about trying different things but I, I model a bunch of different subjects already i've got several of them that are unfinished imagine yeah, you're pretty that. diverse man um i don't know there's something about uh soft wheeled armor like a Humvee or a, an MRAP or something. I'd like to do something okay. like that yeah. uh, this year. Well, because it'd be different. Something from Desert Storm or from uh, Afghanistan, you know. And uh, There's some nice kids out there, man. There are. there. Are, I've got a couple of them over in the stash, and I just break one of them out. And, and something's wanting pushing me to do a MiG-21 this year. I don't know, I've never done a Russian plane. All right. So, I like doing I like doing yeah. Russian airplanes. Tons of cool Dude, those, versions those, there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, talk, to, talk to Justin, he'll hook you up with yeah, yeah, those. He's awesome with that thing. Yeah. yeah, that's what So I I picked up uh, I was in uh, Korea on my last trip a uh an Edward Profi pack and uh 
it's got these killer Croatian markings in it. Yeah. So uh, that's kind of one I would like to do. But, uh, you know, the next just finish the projects got on my desk and then move into what I've left. Because I'm telling you, if I can, if I could manage the time, kill the squirrels I got sitting on the desk, I would come out with <laughs> the other side here going into 24 with, geez, oh, Pete, man, what? A dozen kits done in 23. Uh, I'm, <laughs> a dozen. Wow. Uh, that would be an accomplishment. Man, if I, I could one, build a two, dozen in a year, holy shit. One, two, three, four, uh, five, six, seven, oh, eight, man. nine, ten. See, ten that, unfinished projects right wow. now. Wow. That, that would that stress happen. me right there, man. So, here it comes back to the time management. I got to put everything yeah. away and practice one and, and discipline myself to do that and push out, you know, past. Mm. Then all the scores will be done. I, I have I have one languishing over here that's a um again talk about getting out of the wheelhouse thing, you know we do our um nerd night slash club group built you know get-togethers and we did yeah. one uh you know the, when was the last one Black Friday, Black, yeah Black Friday you know so for that I try to bring something that's a kind of a simple build where I'm not gonna have to get into painting and, and any of that stuff so I, I had a uh, a submarine, uh and, and um. <laughs> So that that was a, a fun project to because it was just okay, slap it together and paint it at some point. And I, and I bet I, it was fun for you. It was. I, yeah, I had to sand it a lot. It was. Uh, uh, oh my know, god! Here we go. Uh, Frill fr- 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 really enjoyed watching me sand it. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah, man! Wet Come sanding, on now, wet, on wet, wet sanding it to get it nice and, and nice and smooth, and um, and it's ready. It's ready for paint, man. Um, after after. After that, you know, so it took it took that afternoon t- to get it all assembled, and and you know, it's, but but it, it is it's sitting up there, and at some point I'll get to painting it, but it it it, it met the task of filling that that day of uh, hanging out with the club guys and, and doing some building, and sometimes I'll buy projects specifically with that in mind, um, you know, where I go, okay, that's something I know I can take on you know on the road with me and build somewhere. And then paint it later, yep. um, you know. So that and that's and piggybacking off that. That's why, like, and I want to do. I want to do a diorama or something this year. I bring those um, SE, like the support equipment stuff. Sure. Yeah. I build those because you can build that and then go back and paint it later. So. Yep. That yep. way. That's a great, yeah. great idea. Just knock out all that stuff. Ordnance yeah. would be another one. Just make ordnance. Yeah, Ooh, uh, that'll bog it, it down too, man. There in that box. Yeah, yeah, that's cool, man. Yep. Well, I guess I know what I'll be doing when I go to Australia. I'll just be taking boxes of ordnance over there to glue. While I'm sitting in the hotel there, even as a good idea. Just think how yeah. quick your bills would go if you already had some pre-made like ordnance. I know. So you just like isn't that what uh, like Derek Post? Didn't he talk about that? He I did. He like he was just doing like oh, okay, you know, bomb farms, man. Making yep, bomb yep. farms, yeah. But, but, but that would get monotonous, though, for me. It would, yeah. Make life easier in the long run, though. Yep. Yeah. So those those goals. That's uh. That's it. Time squirrels. Oh, cool. I think all, it's all will be good. good. You know, I think we're looking down the barrel of a fun, uh, fun year of 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 modeling again, and fun year of hitting the shows together. 
yeah. uh, doing what we do, meeting the people that we meet. Um, again, going back to what Frill said earlier about uh, Gene Magnolia, um, all the best to him. I hope he's doing well. Um, yeah. If anyone, like, we, we don't know Gene personally. We know him from the shows and things like that. Uh, I spent a lot of money with him. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, so if anyone out there, like, knows Gene, just give us a, uh, drop us a line, give us a, a heads up on how he's doing. That'd be great. Um, we wish him all the best. Hope hope he's feeling better. Um, and we look forward to seeing you folks out there on the show circuit, uh, starting off with Richmond uh, in February. Heck yeah. Uh, you know that that that's that's it's become a a, a whole another aspect of the hobby to us is going to the shows now and uh, meeting people and talking to them. I mean, it's it's always been, but I mean, that's you know just do, do, doing this kind of is, is, uh, throws a little bit more of a, a different aspect to it, I suppose. All right, man. Uh, hey, you know what? Um, that's another episode, first episode of the new season three in the books here. Um, 2023 season three. Woo. Episode 48. Oh, our favorite man. number. Put that on a plaque in your next office. All right. That's nuts, man. Well, I hope you all enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed sitting here discussing the hobby. And uh, we want to thank you for making us a party of valuable bench time, guys. Um, thank you. Uh, goes out to our generous sponsors. As well, uh, Detail and Scale, Tamiya USA, Furball Aero Design, Sprue Brothers, and Bases by Bill, uh, as well as all you Patreon supporters. Thank you for your continued support. It helps us uh, cut the cost of the production here and uh, pays Darren to uh, hire the guys to come on in and do all the editing for him. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Such <laughs> yeah. a wish. We're, we're, doling, we're doling it out to those guys, let me tell you. <laughs> What's that called? Oh, uh, man. Outsourcing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Alright, guys. Wish. Well, I hope you can join us for our next podcast. Uh, for now, be excellent to each other and get, uh, get to the bench and build something. Kick off the season. Out from the geeks. Take it easy, everyone. See ya! See ya! Good night. Good night. Good night.